Hi everyone and welcome back to Walk With Bex. I hope you're all doing well and having a great day and week wherever you are and whatever you are doing. I think it's important that I give you a little context for this episode because I honestly believe that none of us go through life without experiencing these three fears and they rear their ugly heads so many different moments in our lives. And the thing is, even though I know they exist and I've experienced them all and found ways to overcome them at some point, I still go through phases where I feel these fears and have to work really hard to remind myself of how to cope with them. The three fears I want to discuss are the fear of failure, the fear of success, and the fear of judgment. Yep, this episode is really going to challenge you. So listen closely and please, please, please save this episode so that you can refer back to it when you need. I know I will be doing the same. So let's start with the first one. What is the fear of failure? I believe that at some point, every single person on the planet has suffered with this at some time in their lives. It's impossible not to. However, some suffer more so than others and even to the degree where they have an irrational and persistent fear of failure and a full-blown phobia. In most cases, this fear emerges in response to a specific situation and in other cases, it might be related to other kind of mental health conditions such as anxiety and depression. The fear of failure may also be related to being a perfectionist because perfectionists have such high expectations for how they expect things to turn out. They may experience a nagging fear that they won't live up to those often and unrealistically high expectations and standards. So what are the characteristics and how do you know if you are suffering from this fear? A fear of failure can produce emotional and behavioural behavioral symptoms. Some of the common signs of this fear include anxiety, avoidance, feeling a loss of control, helplessness and powerlessness. In addition to these, people with a fear of failure may also experience physical symptoms, including like a rapid heart rate, you know, chest tightness, trembling, dizziness, lightheadedness, sweating, and even digestive problems too. The fear of failure affects people in a variety of ways, which means that it's not always easy to identify, but some of the ways that many people experience it is by believing that you don't have the skills or knowledge to achieve something, feeling like you won't be able to achieve your goals, procrastinating to the point that it affects your performance or ability to finish something on time, telling people that you will probably fail so that expectations remain low, underestimating your own abilities to avoid feeling let down, worrying that your imperfections or shortcomings will make other people think less of you, or worrying that you will disappoint others if you fail. Now, in some cases, the fear of failure may cause us to avoid trying altogether because we are so afraid that we will try and not succeed. We simply decide not to try at all in order to prevent potential pain, embarrassment or disappointment. Does this sound familiar? 
Where does this all come from? And what is causing us to feel this fear of failure? A fear of failure can have a wide variety of causes, but some of the most common could be a critical upbringing. It's true that people who grow up in households that are highly critical or unsupportive may be more likely to experience the fear of failure because they felt that they could never live up to their family's expectations during childhood. They may continue to fear making mistakes as adults. It could also come from definitions of failure. People often have different definitions of what failure means. For some people, it means not achieving something exactly as they planned. This can create a set of expectations that is very difficult to live up to. And another cause of this most definitely could be from trauma. You know, people who experience a difficult or traumatic failure may also be very afraid of repeating that same experience in the future. Like having a panic attack during a presentation or being ridiculed for your performance at something. You know, negative consequences resulting from a failure, such as losing your job or not getting into the university you wanted to, can also be risk factors that contribute to the fear of failure. Now, while everyone may be afraid of failing from time to time, it becomes more serious when it inhibits your ability to pursue your goals and achieve the things that you want to accomplish in life. The impact of this is that a fear of failure can take a toll on a person's belief in their abilities and their motivation to pursue their goals. You know, they have low self-esteem, you know, and engage in negative self-talk or have low confidence, which makes it difficult to pursue goals. They suffer with poor motivation, you know, and this lack of motivation makes it difficult to get started on projects and work towards goals. When something seems too challenging or involves learning new skills, people may simply give up or refuse to get involved. They have symptoms of self-sabotage. You know, it isn't uncommon for people who fear failure to engage in acts of self-sabotage that undermine their own chances of success. And the final one, which is quite a big one, is shame. You know, the fear of failure often stems from a fear of experiencing shame or embarrassment. Failing can trigger feelings of worthlessness. So avoiding trying in the first place can sometimes serve as a way to protect the self from disappointment, regret and sadness. I think it's safe to say from my own experience that I've definitely felt all of these things, especially when going after my goals in fitness. I'd often think that I'm not good enough to pursue my goal of turning pro in bodybuilding one day. I'd self-sabotage my preps in the past in order to confirm my beliefs that I was never worthy to begin with. I felt shame about my results when I didn't succeed, even though my placings were good and what most people would dream of. But it sometimes, and some things, you know, we naturally fear them. You know, that idea of failure, shame and embarrassment. Gosh, it's crazy. Like it's only when we begin to truly unpick it that we realize where it stems from and how to overcome it. Depending on how you experience this fear and the impact that it has on your life, there are many things that you can do to cope better. 
with it and strategies that you can implement to manage these feelings better. Now, of course, if you have this fear of failure and it's affecting your ability to function normally, it's important to talk to a professional and there are lots of places that you can go to and online therapy programs that are available. But if you're in need of some strategies that you can implement right now, then here are a few that I have tried and tested. Number one, consider the outcomes. Sometimes thinking about the worst possible outcome and then coming up with a plan for how you'll deal with it can really help you reduce anxiety when you are pursuing your goals. So for example, in my case of bodybuilding, it wasn't about setting up for the big win at a show, but actually going into each show expecting not to win that really helped me. I'd plan for what we would do after the show, imagining that I didn't win, um, what we would take from it, what we had learned throughout the prep and, you know, how far I'd come and how happy I was with the package that we brought to stage. Number two, focus on the things you can control. Instead of worrying about aspects of the situation that you have no power over, focus your energy on things that you can control. When it comes to bodybuilding, you literally have no control over how the show day is going to run, no idea what the judges will think of you or how you're going to place. You don't even know who else is going to show up on the day. So there's no point worrying about the end result. All I need to do is focus on what is right in front of me, my prep, my day-to-day routines, and what I have control over in terms of what I eat and how I train. Number three, plan ahead. When you are facing a challenge that might trigger your fear of failing, work on developing alternative plans just in case your initial efforts don't go as planned. Having a plan B or a plan C can help you feel less anxious and more secure. 100% this is what I focus on. Whilst in prep for competition, it's tough and you might only be able to compete in one show each year. I always personally try to plan for a couple of shows and I look ahead at what other shows are coming up so that when I don't win, we literally can reflect, regroup and move along to the next show. This is why when documenting my preps on YouTube, I'm always able to jump on camera straight after show and give my honest opinion with how I feel and explain what the next plan is moving forward. Number four, redefine failure. Changing how you think about failure may also help you reduce your feelings of fear. Failure is part of life and is such an important opportunity to learn and acquire new skills. Yes, it can be disappointing, but it is important to maintain a healthy perspective towards the potential benefits of failing from from time to time. Remember that success is often reached through a series of progressive failures that lead to new information, new skills and strategies. Every prep year on year has taught me so much and I've gained new knowledge and skills and my physique has changed and progressed each time. Number five, create a fear list. Now I got this from the author and investor, Tim Ferriss, who recommends fear setting. Creating a checklist of what you are afraid of and afraid to do and what you fear will happen if you do it, he says is one of the best things he ever did. He shares how 
Doing this enabled him to tackle some of the hardest challenges, resulting in some of his biggest successes. It's amazing. And if you haven't seen his TED Talks, if you haven't listened to his podcast or read any of his books, I'd highly, highly recommend it. I love the four-hour work week. um, And I'm just actually in the middle of reading The Tools of Titans, which my hubby actually bought for me. I personally set myself a fear list, which actually mirrors my goal list for each year. Saying these things out loud and sharing them with others takes the fear out of them. And I actually then put systems in place to overcome my fear of failing them. And this is the wonderful thing about failure. It's entirely up to you and us to decide how we look at it. We can choose to see failure as the end of the world or as proof of just how inadequate we think we are, or we can look at failure as an incredible learning experience, because that's exactly what it is. Every time we fail at something, we can choose to look for the lesson we're meant to learn. When it comes to training, we talk about training to failure. The whole point of this is to continually push ourselves past those reps until you literally cannot lift anymore. You fail, and then you drop the weight. And, you know, it's the same with things in life. If you reach failure, you're in a position to learn, change and grow. These lessons are very important. They're how we grow, how we keep from making that same mistake again. Failure stops us only if we let it. So just look at some of the most successful people in the world. Michael Jordan, for example, considered to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And yet he was cut from his high school basketball team because his coach didn't think he had enough skill. Richard Branson, owner of the Virgin Empire. He was a high school dropout. Now, most of us stumble and fail in life. Doors will get slammed in our faces and we might make some bad decisions. But imagine if Michael Jordan had given up on his dream to play basketball when he was cut from the team. Imagine if Richard Branson had listened to the people who told him he'd never do anything worthwhile without a high school diploma. Think of the opportunities you'll miss if you let your failures stop you. Failure can also teach us things about ourselves that we would never have learned otherwise. For instance, failure can help you to discover how strong a person you really are. Failure at or failing at something can actually help you discover your truest friends or help you find unexpected motivation to succeed. Often, valuable insights come only after a failure. Accepting and learning from those insights is key to succeeding in life. Many of us are sometimes afraid of failing, but we mustn't let that fear stop us from moving forward. It's important to realize that We always have a choice. We can choose to be afraid or we can choose not to be. So start by setting small goals that will help build your confidence. Learn how to explore and evaluate all possible outcomes rationally and develop contingency plans and practice thinking more positively about the outcome of a failure. By moving forward slowly but steadily, you'll begin to overcome your fear. We all can. Now, Let's explore the fear of success. What is the fear of success? The fear of success involves being afraid of achievement, 
often to the point that people will sabotage themselves. While success is generally viewed as desirable, there are reasons why people may be fearful of doing too well. But it is important to recognize that people often don't fear the success itself. Instead, what they fear is centered on the potential consequences of that success. There are certain expectations of success, often based on the idea that achieving your goals means making sacrifices or enduring losses along the way. It is perhaps not surprising that people may be wary of what success might ultimately cost them in the long run. So how do you know if you're suffering from this fear of success? The fear of success isn't always easy to spot. Some signs that a person might be having this fear could include lack of goals by having very low expectations. People ensure that they never really make any real headway towards their goals. It can also be giving up. In many cases, people derail their own success by quitting right before it seems like they're about to succeed. Procrastination is another one. Putting things off until the last possible minute means that people aren't doing the best or most thoughtful work, which can seriously impair their chances of succeeding. And then again, self-sabotage. People who fear success may place obstacles in their own path that decrease their chances of doing well. These behaviours can range from minor acts of self-sabotage to more serious self-destructive behaviours. The most difficult thing about these actions is that you can't always see that they are motivated by the fear of success. In most cases, they come across off as laziness, lack of motivation, poor discipline to you and to others around you too. But no matter how this fear manifests, it seriously hinders people from living their lives to the fullest. If you suspect that you might be afraid of success, there are some things that you can look for to identify and see if this is what you are suffering from. You might be afraid of what will happen if you are in the spotlight. You could be worrying about leaving people behind if you move forward because of your success. You could be feeling anxious about acquiring new responsibilities as a result of your success. You could be worried that things will just get more complicated than what you can actually handle. And you could fear comments from, you know, naysayers or worry about experiencing other social problems. Sometimes we are aware of these worries, but many lack insight into the true cause of these self-sabotaging behaviours. We all need to find effective ways to learn how to identify and recognize some of the fear-based behaviors that are holding us back from being successful. The fear of success can have a number of different causes and some could include the imposter syndrome. You know, sometimes people who experience success fear that their achievements are undeserved or that they are not as good as other people in their field. People may fear that they won't be able to live up to expectations or that people will discover that they aren't up for the challenge. It could be misinterpreting feelings associated with success. You know, excitement and anxiety share many 
similar kind of physical signals. And because of this, it sometimes is easy to misunderstand or misinterpret the feelings of excitement as nervousness or anxiety. This can cause people to avoid situations that trigger these kinds of emotions. It could be the fear of backlash. Sometimes people fear success because of the anticipated potential social or relationship repercussions. This phenomenon is known as backlash avoidance. For example, women may avoid self-promotion because they fear that it does not align with the traditional gender roles and tend to associate success with greater negative consequences. People tend to conform to these expected norms because they fear social or economic backlash. It could be negative experiences. You know, people who have experienced some negative outcome in the past after doing well, such as being ridiculed for being a show-off or enduring hardship because of the success, may also fear doing well again in future. It could be poor self-efficacy. People who have a fear of success also tend to have low self-efficacy, which refers to a person's beliefs and ability to achieve their goals. And finally, it could be shyness or social anxiety. People who are shy or socially anxious may fear succeeding because they really don't want to be in the spotlight. But what's the impact of this? And how do we begin to learn to overcome this fear and reach our true potential and level of success? The fear of success can have a serious negative impact on a person's life. Some of the ways that it might hold you back from getting what you want in life could be low, lower life satisfaction, you know, difficulty pursuing your goals, reduced self-esteem, low expectations in general. There are things that you can do on your own to help you cope and overcome this fear of success, which include things like reflecting on the nature and the source of your fear first and learning to identify the behaviours that occur as a result. I would say that's the best place to start. Once you have a better understanding of these patterns, you can focus your attention on combating these self-destructive tendencies. So if you feel like perhaps you suffer from the fear of success, I'd start by looking at these three things. Number one, dealing with stress. Because stress plays a massive role in your your fear. So it's important to look for ways to relax and manage your stress and anxiety. You know, trying stress management techniques such as deep breathing, exercising, journaling, meditating, visualization. For me, when dealing with this fear of success, when it came to building my businesses, um, my love for exercise was a massive help to me and a way to manage my stress and anxiety when things started to get on top of me. I also started meditating more and now I do it daily first thing in the morning before I start any work for the day. I find both of these things put me in a good place to feel calm and centered, focused on what I need to do and not worried about what might happen. Number two, identify negative beliefs. Finding ways to reframe your thoughts about achievement can also be an effective coping strategy. Start paying attention to some of the negative beliefs that you might have surrounding achievement. 
you know, do you associate success with negative outcomes? Are you worried about what other people might think? Once you become more aware of these negative thought patterns, you can start working to replace them with more positive ones. I used to fear what others would think if I succeeded more than if I failed at something. And this would be compounded when I didn't receive praise or encouragement from those closest to me when I did succeed at something. Launching my business, starting this podcast, documenting my journey on YouTube, setting up my business coaching platforms, all of these things were things that had negative beliefs around them. Um, But what the outcome of these successes was so, so far from the truth or what I believed anyway. Number three, practice tolerating discomfort because fear of achievement and success can lead to avoidance behaviors. One way to cope is to improve your stress tolerance skills. When you experience uncomfortable or unpleasant emotions, work on gradually learning to sit with those feelings rather than running away from them. What you may find is that over time, your fear and discomfort become a little bit easier to deal with. You may also find that the source of your anxiety wasn't as difficult or frightening as you thought it was going to be. Becoming successful at something is hard, of course, and building my business was not easy by any means. But learning how to tolerate and sit with the discomfort of the success and practice moving through it one step at a time changed my perception of success completely. I was no longer worried about what this success would mean, but simply focused on how to deal with what I was currently going through or trying to solve. Fear of success can make it difficult to reach your goals and can be detrimental to your self-esteem and overall well-being. But if you work towards strengthening your coping skills and understanding that it's not about you being incapable of succeeding, but more so the fear of change, then you'll be more likely to feel more comfortable over time with it. You don't need to feel anxious, guilty, or put yourself under pressure when it comes to success, but simply understand that moving in a direction which will benefit you is undoubtedly going to create change. We weren't put on this earth to stand still, but move, grow, develop, and evolve. Embrace who you are and what you are going after. If things change, it's meant for you and those who support you will be along for the ride. Which kind of leads me on to the final fear, the fear of judgment. And I honestly believe this one actually lies deep in the two that have just gone. We fear failure and success because we fear what others will think if we succeed or if we fail. It's all tied together. So what is this fear of judgment? Well, if you've ever wondered or worried that either a a poor performance or successful outcome for yourself will lead to a friend or colleague developing a negative opinion of you, then you're not alone. You are fearing judgment. Fear of judgment by others is so, so common. In fact, I'd go as far to say that everyone suffers with this in varying degrees. You know, athletes may fear judgment if they don't win a race. Students dread disappointment of others, you know, upon failing an exam. Professionals may worry that a workplace or 
project will be criticized. So who do we, you know, why do we worry so much about what others think of us? And how, you know, can we better manage this fear of being judged by other people? The fear of judgment is about the need to survive in society. That's what it boils down to. It's about human connection. For older generations, you know, in the past, being evaluated favorably rather than judged for shortcomings would have meant a higher chance of survival in the workplace. Think about it, even today. Success at work results in a career, whereas poor performance may put you at risk of redundancy or loss of income. So it's completely normal to feel this fear because it comes down to our need to survive. But if you think you are constantly living in this fear of judgment, ask yourself the following questions. Do you often worry that people who are important to you won't think very much of you? Do you worry about what people will think of you even when you know it doesn't matter or make a difference? Do you feel upset when you commit some sort of social error? If someone is evaluating you, do you tend to expect the worst? We've all been affected at some point in our lives by something someone has said about us, whether it be in a professional or personal setting. Words can be hurtful and leave us feeling powerless and vulnerable. In time, people's words and perceptions of us can actually shape our own beliefs about ourselves, which is crazy. This leads to the fear of judgment by others and impacts so many aspects of our lives as we navigate through relationships, jobs, social situations, and even self-care. Finding ways to overcome fear of judgment can be difficult to tackle, but here are just five effective ways I think we can all conquer this fear. And if you do them every day, you will experience lasting results, I believe. Number one, know your own strengths and limitations. If you know what you are good at and what your setbacks are, you're less likely to be affected by what others say or think about you. Be confident in your abilities and know your own shortcomings better than anyone else. If someone has something to say about you, or they form an opinion of you based on what they think, what does that really have to do with you? If you can become truly aware of your own attributes, vulnerabilities, and strengths, the impact of their judgments and impressions will be irrelevant. This is about you harnessing all of your qualities and owning them. Don't allow anyone to strip you of your individuality and your character. Number two, resist letting others define you. People will always have an opinion. People will judge you no matter what you do. Trust me. So don't let this define you. Understanding that others are entitled to their own thoughts is an important step in moving past any fear of being judged. But if you are highly impacted by what others think about you, it's time to take a look at your own self-esteem and confidence. I know it's hard stuff, but trust me, once you, you're able to come to terms with how you generally feel about yourself, you can begin to work on the areas you don't feel satisfied with. Number three, be aware of your inner critic. That little voice in your head can get pretty loud. 
recognizing your inner critic and any negative thoughts that creep up on you is the first step in overcoming fear, self-sabotage and self-doubt. As a fitness and business coach, I see these, these three patterns often and they tend to be the most prominent. Regardless of age, gender, ethnicity, values and beliefs, each personal challenge plays a part in why so many people I work with are held back from being their true authentic selves. It's something I work hard to overcome with all of my clients. Knowing the role your negative thoughts play in your life is imperative to improving your beliefs about yourself. Once you get control of your thoughts and beliefs, you can begin to make shifts in your thinking and be more positive and optimistic without worrying what other people will think about you. Number four, make yourself a priority. Allowing someone else's judgment to cloud your own perception of yourself makes them a priority and gives them power in your life. If you tend to do this, knock it off right now. Like you are the expert on your life. You know yourself better than anyone else. You have to trust yourself and your abilities. Acknowledge what you are good at and don't be afraid to own up to things you're not. Let go of any urge to be perfect. That's just a setup. Prioritize your personal needs and prevent anyone else from taking control away from you and making you feel bad about yourself. You have one life. So make it your number one priority. Number five, invest in yourself. Get support with the parts of your life you wish to improve on. Invest in your own personal growth and well-being. Do more of what you enjoy doing. Get that gym membership you've been slacking on. Look into that therapist or personal coach you want. Take a vacation you've been wanting to go on. Get a massage. Read a great personal development book. Just do something, you know. Investing in yourself is so important. If you're not taking the necessary steps to get through your personal challenges, the road ahead may not seem so uplifting. You should be living your best life. Anything else is mediocre. And you are not in this world to be mediocre. Trust me. Fear of judgment is the most common fear and appears in all other fears and the root cause of why we fear failure, success, and don't truly go after the things we want in life. But if you relinquish this power, other people have over you. Turn down the noise. Follow through on the things you say you're going to do. You will be able to reduce your anxiety level relieve stress and build more self-confidence. I've learned this myself many times over the years and decided that I would no longer worry what other people thought of me. My only concern is my happiness and well-being. And if I have a goal with fitness, I'm going after it, whether I fail or not. If I have a goal with my business, I'm going after it, no matter what that success might result in. And I'm not concerning myself with what others might think or how I'm judged. I know I'm being true to myself and showing up as my authentic self. And all I wish is that anyone listening now is willing to do the same. And I'll be honest with you, if you really want to tie them all together and understand what fear in general actually is, well, I think it's doubt. We fear something because we don't understand it or can't comprehend it. And what's the opposite of doubt? knowing and understanding. 
So if you take the time to get to know yourself, become more aware of what you are doing and the actions you're taking, the possible outcomes and give yourself a greater knowing, fear and doubt will eventually slip away. And when it does try to creep back in, remind yourself of these things. Know thyself, trust thyself, and my gosh, you will conquer. (sighs) That was a meaty one. I told you guys, I'm sorry, not sorry. I hope you found this episode useful and it's been something I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. And I'm, I'm hoping that it's brought things to light that you can now start to think about and hopefully move forwards with. As always, please, please drop me a message on Instagram if you want to discuss any of this further or share this episode with a friend that you think might need to hear it. As always, appreciate you listening, guys. Thank you so much. And I will catch you in the next one. Bye for now.